0: In de the Emmy voor lead actress
1: in een drama-series gaat naar... Olivia Colman, The Crown.
0: The
2: Queen's Gambit, een andere titel van Netflix... won in de categorie beste miniserie. Het weer, zon- en wolkenvelden, blijft droog vandaag en het wordt 16 tot 20 graden. Ook morgen wisselend bewolkt en droog en aan de temperatuur verandert weinig. Dit was het NOS Journaal.
3: Mighty Bingo op zondag 26 september 2021 in loop 14 uur 30 aan van 15 uur tot 20 uur. Vooraf aanmelden op 06 11 11 09 00 of e-mail mighty lastreepje radio apenstaartje hotmail.com
4: adres
3: 749
1: 24 uur per dag vanuit het hart de baalman dan en
5: So Every Monday from 6 o'clock to 7 o'clock in the morning to your For your spiritual lessons and afflictions For community news, your interviews, special requests, and others Put we'll into 105.2 megahertz anchor, and 103.8 megahertz on camera delight and entertain you.
6: Hey, we also have more stuff coming your way. We have business matters. We have social and educational matters. We have health and healing matters. We also have legal matters.
5: For more information, call
1: us on 020-368-1968. We delight and entertain you. Voice of Radio 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 every month from Radio to, six to 10
0: Is here with us. 2013 will be your year of elevation and your year of restoration. The Amagadon Prayer and Revival Conference is stopping at Rose Valley Temple in Amsterdam from Thursday, the 9th of May, to Sunday, the 12th of May. The again. Thursday, the night through Sunday the 12th, every From Thursday to Friday at 6 p.m. each night. Believers and Christians across the city of Amsterdam and the nation of Holland and our neighbors from Belgium, from Paris, France, and from England, and the team from Ghana are coming to move the skies and the heavens. Oh my God. And the spirit of the Lord shall cover the earth again as the glory of the Lord comes down. We are expecting a mighty moon of the hand of the Lord for miracles, for healings, for deliverance, for restoration, and for promotion, and for open heavens, and for open doors. My goodness gracious me. I can't wait. Amsterdam, Holland, and Europe, I and my team are praying, and we are getting ready. The first day, night of May, Sunday, 12th of May, 6 p.m. each night, and then on Sunday evening, we will on the floor with a powerful communion, healing, and impartation, and anointing service. We will all and ask them to get ready. It's a magazine prayer and revival conference with Apostle Gemini. Yankra is my name. I'm going to be there personally and a team from Ghana and from UK and from other parts of Europe are going to be there. It's going to be a united, revelational, empathetic prayer. Life will be personal. Things will happen in the end. Miracles will have found. A similar Jesus Hey, don't miss it. I'll see you.
6: To you and welcome to Radio Voice of Nigeria. Naja. We're transmitting this morning as usual on 103.8 on cable and 105.2 on ether. And uh, we want to say good morning and uh, welcome to the show of today, Monday the 22nd of April. We trust that uh, the Lord will guide us through and that we'll be able to deliver and to have a great program together. And with you who is out there, we know that you are our partner in progress and that we are a team in this, in this matter. We, as usual, we're going to, uh, we are already in the inspirational segment and we will be playing some music and also bring you, you the word of God. Let Pastor pastoral forum follow. And then the other Two major items uh, will be uh, made known as we proceed. So, welcome once again, and stay tuned. We'll bring you bringing you further updates as we proceed. My name, by the way, is Apostle Larry, Deacon, Senior Pastor, Rivers of Life Bible Church, here in Amsterdam, South East. I'll be co-hosting the program as usual with Apostle Helen Ruth, Deacon, um, the Director of Voices Center.
5: Good morning to all our listeners. Good morning to you. This is Apostle Helene Ruddock and you know, Ohalas, Lady Ababama of Radio Voice of Niger. We're transmitting this morning on 103.8 MHz cable, 105.2 Megahertz ether. This is our religious segment, so we call upon every one of you to join us as we call upon the name of the Lord. morning and we thank you for all our listeners. We thank you, oh God, for the opportunity you have given unto us to be alive in the land of the living. Bless every single one who is out there this morning calling upon the name of the Lord. Bless our families. Bless our loved ones. Bless this city that we are in. Bless, oh God, our, our country, even the Netherland. land. Bless my Lord. They- her cabinet. Bless them as they rule this nation with godliness, with and with love, we want to thank you for all our good laborers in the vineyard, the pastors in the city who are doing all they could to contribute eminently in this land. Bless them, bless everyone, oh God, whose heart is pure towards the gospel. We thank you for all that you are doing, even in Jesus' name. We also bless you for the privilege you have given unto us, even to, 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 to speak your word through this channel. Bless. Razu and bless all its workers. Be glorified this morning as we minister to your people in Jesus' name. We've been receiving calls even from Finland, from, from Sweden, from Britain, from Germany. We've been receiving calls, people calling and asking the man or woman of God who is preaching at a particular moment to pray for them. We've been seeing women who are under labor calling in and wanting that prayer be made for them. It's not awesome. That's what technology can Just with your smartphone, with your smartphone, with your iPad, with your laptop, with your desktop, whatever you have, Blackberry, you can watch Majesty Christian Television Network. You can hear the gospel. Hear, hear the word of the Lord that will build up your life. It is an awesome thing that God has done with this technology. Please, log on and tell others about Magic Christian Television Network. Real gospel music are being played 24-7. I mean, there's nothing like it mixing it up. It's either you are for Christ or you are for the world. But, you know, the world is becoming so dirty and so corrupt. So, choose for life. Choose for life. As you listen to Majesty Christian Television Network, you are choosing for life. We encourage you to do that. You and your family will surely be transformed through that world that is growing. You know, the word of God is life. You can't do it without it. Even when we try to ignore you know, it, doesn't stop it. So go on www. Majesty christian Television Network and feed yourself with the word of life. the standard of God, sin came into the world. and the cost of sin came into the world, it affected everything on the surface of the earth. And the exemption is only when you find a new life in Christ Jesus. You find a new birth in Christ Jesus. That's why Jesus in the book of John 3 told Nicodemus, except. Let a man be born again by water and by the blood, by fire, so he cannot inherit the kingdom of heaven. So Nicodemus wanted to know how, whether it is that he will enter his mother's womb at his matron age to be born again. But what Jesus was just trying to say is that you need to repent, renounce your old ways of life, and then ask for me to come into your life. And then be your personal savior. And then you receive Christ as your savior, and then the evidence is that you go and baptize. And then, then, when you are baptized, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and then you become a new person. So, you can see that a process that bases us unto repentance. And without that process, man remains the same. Everything man does is very simple. So, if God will judge us, Based on the wonder of sin that we are committing, based on the guilt of sin that we carry every day, it will be too powerful, and it will be too great, but thank God, the Bible said, who forgiveth all my iniquities. David is talking about from the root of my self-nature, God has forgiven me and who he led all my diseases. Because where yes, sin is,
1: disease can be attached to it. But look at what the Bible is telling me. Today, as I bless
5: God, I'm remembering that the root of my sins have been forgiven. They've been dealt with by virtue of the fact that I have received Jesus Christ as my Lord and personal Savior. Are you not glad somebody to know that there's someone who has forgiven all your sins and who healed all thy diseases? Even the diseases that I've not yet come, i am already healed from them and that's why I'm rejoicing and I'm thanking him for being my Lord and my personal Savior. Thank you, Jesus. Where would I have been? There are people of my age who have died. There are people of my age who are in the hospital. They are crippled. They are, they are inflamed by iniquities, infamed by sicknesses that cannot be defined. Oh, There are people of my age who have been harassed continuously by demonic entities, visible and invisible. They harass them in their homes have you not heard people who will say something is working on top of my roof something is working in my home i cannot see what is working in my home oh look at me i will sleep and wake up JJ. and then wake up JJ, and here i am talking to you because of the goodness of the lord how can i forget such a benefit that he healed all my diseases, who redeemed my life from destruction outside of God. Do you know many people who wink their eyes just because they see you somewhere? Do you know many people who don't want to? Even to know how you are doing, you know many people who are half that. Oh, come on, pause for this moment now and 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 get to know Jesus a little bit. At their father, they said, "You are a drunkard. I'm not proud of you." And because of that, their lives have been destroyed. You see, when you operate without God in your life, your life will be very empty. And that is why David, the whole king, he passed and he felt he should give thanks to God who redeemed his life from all destruction. Do you? get up in the morning and then death is haunting them and because death is haunting them they they have achieved everything in life but they have no joy they have no peace they can't forgive themselves have you not seen enough millionaires who went and they killed themselves just because they felt that the yoke of sin was too heavy upon them the yoke of guilt was too much so they could not forgive themselves so they thought that taking their life should be the, the last resort for their sorrow. Pride of God is only when you do not know the gravity of guilt that you will not be able to understand the magnitude of the forgiveness that God has given unto us through Jesus. Our Lord has been So I am grateful this morning and I'm Joyfully bringing this word to you, so that you can have hope, and you can have a fear. The Bible said, he crowned thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, and who satisfied thy mouth with goodness. Oh, it's a very good place to rejoice and to rejoice with me as I celebrate this day. To rejoice with me because I am remembering that he is the only one who has redeemed my life from disruption. Do you know when sickness is wanted to attack me? Do you know when, then, when when you may have eaten by accident? Food oh, that was not clean and virus entered into your system. But yet, I, I escaped all of those threats. Look at this. Who satisfied my mouth with good Would you please count all your blessings? Count what God has done for you. Aren't you glad? You are not eating through your nostrils. You don't have cubes around you. There are people who want to eat meat, but if the meat is grinded, they cannot eat it. Aren't you glad that the Lord delivered you from destruction? are you glad that you are crowned with loving kindness and tender mercies? You know many people who lack love? We wake up in the morning in such an environment we are in. Nobody cares about it, its never. I can't even remember when last somebody somebody saw me and said, I love you. But here, yeah, we are being reminded that we are being never.
6: I'm going to um, switch uh, we're going to go to the Pastoral Forum take a bite out of that from that and uh, we'll proceed. I'm going to be having uh, this morning briefly uh, talk with one of the uh, aspirants to the European uh, Parliament uh, who's going to be having a discussion with me so stand by uh, let's have the The Forum <laughs> We're going to be talking about uh, rebuilding broken prayer altars, rebuilding prayer altars. As you know, we we want to use this to follow up on our previous discussion on prayer we want to kind of go a little bit deeper in another direction we see the topic of prayer as very important and uh, we, we 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 bet you don't want to miss out on it so please join us as we discuss this exciting exciting topic there's a prayer revolution in the air we have a guest I'm going to help us navigate uh, this topic a very special man girl you're going to love him I'm going to introduce him
1: shortly
6: Do you have prayer? No. How important is prayer to you? How often do you pray? Do you get answers to your prayer? These are really important questions Hopefully you get some answers and also you feel free to ask questions, you know, let's learn together, alright? By the way, if you do not know, the whole city is a stair with ambushment. If you don't know what ambushment is, it is, it is taking taking position against the onslaught of the enemy, and we are doing that in a powerful way. Ambushment began on Friday night with a concert, because these days we don't burn incense, but we kill animals and, and, and burn their fat and things like that on the altar. Um, Uh, because we have a better sacrifice through Jesus Christ. Um, So, can we relate an altar, what an altar symbolizes, uh, and bring it into our present-day New Testament reality, uh, our theology, our understanding of the worship of God? Can we place the altar? away This aspect or this issue of my life, That's when I see I have visited the altar. Of God very good. I brought something. You, you you have said something very profound. Uh, by you know looking back at the olden days when uh, sacrifices were made at the altar, when we had actually this particular structure, we symbolized which was the altar. In fact, I, I find you know the story of Balaam and uh, Balaam and Balak. The king of Moab. Uh, I love that story because it gives it very clear and deep, also deep inside uh, about the rule of sacrifices. Because uh, Balak, the Moabite king, approached Balaam the prophet to put a curse on Israel. And so Well, the prophet asked for what? Sacrifice. He asked for uh, animals. Mm -hmm. And then he asked also for an altar to be built. And so Balaam went and built the altar. And what I like about it is that the Bible says that when he built the altar, God showed up and God spoke to him. But God did not grant him his intention or his wish of Balaam, the the king, to curse Israel, but instead to bless him. Now, what is amazing is that for the seven times Ever, I don't know, it was about seven times or so, uh, the number of times that the, the sacrificed, God showed up at the altar. So there is this, um, we can make, we can draw this conclusion, or this, we can make this deduction that whenever we appear at the altar with a sacrifice, God shows up. Do you? Am I making the correct statement? You are. I can put your
7: statement also in another context. Huh? Context. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, let me reword your statement. Yes. You know. And also, you are asking what is its significance? Yes. Yes. An application today. Mm-hmm. One word I would use is devotion. Mm-hmm. You know. And when we talk about devotion, each time I. Teach about
6: devotion, you start devotion first by choosing a place and a time of devotion. Whether once a week, daily, that is significant. And when you make these two decisions, uh-huh. choosing a place and a time, now please relate that to what was happening in the old testament because the old testament was a shadow of what were to happen in the new. Okay. So that we, once we make that comparison, it becomes the picture becomes clearer to us, modern day new testament believers. Okay. because like you said, people make a lot of noise anything they, they are praying, they have no clue what they are doing. Yes, you see? so we want to. Point ourselves back to the old so we can see clearly the pattern with God has said, the word was done, with God accepted and God you know, God confirmed by visibly and demonstrably showing up, you know. And then you learn from that and bring it to the new. So okay. Related to related to the old for me. Yeah. So yes. So the altar yes. in the old testament represents the place.
7: Uh huh. And the time uh-huh. is the seasons. Uh-huh. Where the Israelites used to go with the various offerings, yes. they had time for grain offering, they had time for burnt offering. So there is always a time and place. Mm-hmm. So the altar symbolizes the place. Okay. Which today you and I also can choose mm-hmm. a time and a place yes. in our houses. Yes, that's in our homes. Okay. Or it could be in the. church. Well on, Hol- right? Hol- 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 Are you saying that we? You'd have a place in a home for prayer, exactly. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Can you elaborate on that, please? For example, Uh I live in
5: uh, what they call a mansionette. My bedrooms are upstairs, Uh my living room is downstairs. Yes, my Uh living room Uh is my altar Uh because I have wife and kids. Uh I'm an early. I wake up 3-4 a.m. because I know the importance of an altar. Okay. And I cannot stay in the bedroom and pray while my wife is there and my kids are there. So my place, my altar is in my living room. So when I wake up between 3-4 a.m., I walk downstairs, make my coffee and get ready to hear from God
8: and lay some sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Before the Lord So as we go on I can explain Even Jesus said that You can trace it from the Lord's prayer He
5: says our Father is in heaven You know And when you go on in the prayer What does he say? He said
0: forgive us our sins As we forgive those So these are times of sacrifice mm-hmm. Well I'm going to have to
6: end that one there If you want to play Or uh, listen to the rest of that Topic uh, prayer uh, You can just google on our website Radio Voice of Niger uh, Topic of prayer uh, With uh, Dr. Rafik Osman And I'm sure it will come up So just search uh, If you don't succeed, just let us know thank you so much we're going to be switching to actually uh, a very important uh, social item we're going to be talking about security in the barma and uh, with the of forces um tanya uh and uh, two other panelists uh, i'm sure you're gonna love it so please stand by not too far away, and so begin to get your heart, get your loins, get your pockets, for the greatest season of the year. I want to use that as a prelude to the upcoming program. We're going to be talking about security and biomass. This uh, security challenges is confronting us in Obama. We're going to be discussing this shortly. Our host, of course, will be Apostle Helen Rue, Dokeno. Welcome once
5: again to this podcast. My name is Apostle Helen Rue, Coming to the universe of Madness television. Central this plan 2019 of improving safety and um, livability. We are organizing this discussion with key stakeholders from this district as part of our media work. According to this report, the number of goglary and the useless cases, being respectively, 39% and 25 percent are above the absolute average which is 30% and 80% respectively. So together with a high-powered panel, we will be highlighting these issues, but also we will be making suitable recommendations for improvement. So our guest tonight, our panel today comprises of the following distinguished personalities. Uh, From my left, we have our Excellency. Miss Tanya Chandana who happened to be the Chair Lady Daily of Amsterdam Service District, District, Welcome, of Amsterdam Satri District. Thank you. I hope you are <laughs> relaxed. I'm really relaxed. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. We also have uh, Mr. Cherum van der Hong who is operational expert uh Dutch police of the Amsterdam support. Welcome, sir. Thank you
2: very much.
5: It's a pleasure to have you here and to see a police being very calm. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> the action part. <laughs>
2: <Yeah. laughs>
5: we have a community leader who is also like a, a social commentator. As a matter of fact, he was an ex-police <laughs> officer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. 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 So he is a, a chief lead, okay. local resident. Welcome, sir. Thank you. And we also have community leaders who are here from the Nigerian community. Where we have uh, the Igwe, opportunity, Chris, and the rest of them here. Please, can you say hello to the audience? Can you open your mouth and say something? Hello! hello.
1: hello.
5: Yeah. So, yeah, awesome. Wow, awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, that is it. And we hope those of you who are out there to join us on the Facebook Get yeah, our Facebook or WhatsApp, make your comments and uh, feel free to call the studio line on 020-3374-160. Join the discussion. It's going to be very lively and feel free to text us on what is your concern. So welcome once again, panelists. Now the first question goes this way. How do we explain why Bema Centrum has a high crime rate of 39% than the absolute average, which is 30%?
2: How do you explain that? Joe? Well, let me introduce myself uh, at first. Eh? I'm uh, Jeroen van der Roor and I work uh, for 28 years for the police of Amsterdam. I've uh, worked in several uh, areas in Amsterdam, so I can compare the uh, different areas. Um, And when I say in Amsterdam Southeast is the beautiful uh, city of Amsterdam to work, a lot of very nice people to work with, but there are also uh, very different kind of complicated problems uh, that are here in Amsterdam Southeast, and that also are causing some kind of crime. Uh, Amsterdam of the Balmer Centrum there is also a big shopping center and there's also uh, in a shopping center there are certain kinds of crimes that are committed there like shoplifting and that is raising already the the crime uh, average in that area. And besides that, there are also, uh, you can see that uh, in the center, that there are also uh, addicted people who are trying to get drugs and people who are selling drugs. It also happens in Amsterdam support. So we're trying to uh, go against that. But that's also a crime to sell drugs. So when we catch them, it's also a number for a crime. Again. So that raises the, the crime uh, number in the, that area. Wow. <laughs>
5: So, so who are those people who are selling those things? Who are the people who are coming? mean, you look at from your experience? So, who are those who are selling these drugs or whatever? Are they from
2: the minority uh, ethnic groups or from the majority ethnic groups? Several ethnic groups. there is a question for the, the drugs, so there is also people who are going to sell it, and um, that are small dealers, there are bigger dealers behind it, but they have uh, a small amount of drugs in their possession, and they're not uh, addicted, or some of them are, are addicted themselves, and that's the way how they provide in their living, and they can provide in their own drugs. So, uh, it's all kinds of people who uh, sell drugs. And those who are into the shoplifting,
1: because I heard you made mention of shoplifting. Mm-hmm. Uh, those who are into shoplifting, they
5: also, are they, are they, do they do it under normal circumstances or they uh, they take some things and they are I want to do that?
2: There are also several reasons why people do it. So there are really some people, they do it out of poverty. They really are going to, to steal a bread to eat. But there are also people who, uh, Try to steal uh, expensive goods so they can sell it for a lower price, and they, they use the money to to, sell, to, to buy the drugs.
5: Hmm. permit me to ask you once again. I thought um, there are cameras all over the shopping complex. To I mean, uh, to alert, alert the police when uh, shoplifters are around the corner. So what do you do does that those those uh, cameras don't bring a bell to you guys
2: the the shopping center Amazon support is uh, do we have camera uh, visibility from the police station. We see what happens on the street. Yeah, but our responsibility of the police stops at the door of the, the shop. Mm-hmm. So the shop itself is responsible for the safety inside of their shop. So we try to work together. I uh, talked to uh, the, the shop owners and uh, we try to work together to say, well, this is the way they're uh, stealing right no. now as a uh, they take bags they're prepared with something that uh, when they walk out of the shop the, the bell doesn't ring, ring. So, that's, that yeah. so
4: the
2: alarm doesn't go yeah. yeah. off. Yeah. so we yeah. tell them well pay attention to people who have uh, this uh, this kind of bags because that's the way they are trying to steal it right now so we try to uh, work together but the, the owners of the shops are responsible for their own shop to make it as safe as possible so that's we can't use, we can't look inside the, the shop. You just can't can see the, the the street of the shopping center.
5: What I mean is like <laughs> this is very funny. It's like you are just yeah, seeing somebody about to um, open a shop, and you know that this is not the owner, and you are saying to us that your work doesn't uh, uh, doesn't uh, I mean uh, include. Go inside the shop. It's only the outside, okay?
2: When we so- see when we see somebody breaking in the shop, yeah. Then we Come but we can't look inside the shop. So most, the most of the shops have their own camera system inside, yeah. and they have their uh, security. I saw it in the the the, the picture at the beginning. That's a security company they can hire to to secure their own goods in the shop. So that's what they they have to do themselves, and we look outside. So
4: it's like a shared responsibility, right? Yeah, the, the, we work together. The, yeah, the police is responsible. Up oh, till the door, and at the door, step. There begins the responsibility of the shops. Right.
1: Yeah. yeah.
5: What wow. So, what about the burglaries uh, in the store? The, you know, the 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 the, homes? Mm-hmm. the 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 what do you call it?
2: house burglary that's yes. mm. in in uh, different every time so now at uh, in, I'm a neighborhood policeman of the Amst, Amsterdam support mm-hmm. and there are a lot of uh, houses uh, above the, the shops and there are in this year only three uh, burglaries of houses, houses uh, in 2019, yeah. only three. Only three. Yeah. So that's I
4: think I think that's good to emphasize that there were only three mm-hmm. burglar uh, cases in Amsterdam yeah. Southeast because everybody is. Of course, there are things happening in Amsterdam South East, but it's not like Amsterdam South East is now a no-go area with crime all over. Yeah. Because I I think it's very good to just emphasize on that also that. Amsterdam South is actually it's a really beautiful place to work and to live and to uh, have your school Um, and actually that's why I like I want to compliment you. Yes. on also providing us this opportunity to talk about the safety in Amsterdam Southeast because yes. when you read the newspapers, yeah. uh, you would think that Amsterdam Southeast has become a no-go area yeah. um, and that's not true because when you see the facts and the figures, I love to go back to the facts mm-hmm. and the facts are that only three, yeah. three yeah. Wow. in breakers uh, yeah. in, in, in the whole year that
2: was in the
4: other areas yeah. in Amsterdam
2: South East, it can be higher yeah. and but then we are going to try to investigate yeah. who is responsible and yeah. try to catch them yeah. and mostly when we catch the the, the perpetrator then yeah. it stops and then yeah. then it's better again
9: yeah.
4: yeah you know and actually this is I, I yes of course you are right it's not just only three and whole of Amsterdam South East that would be a party mm-hmm. but um, the the fact that um, we have in Amsterdam Southeast we have problems, mm-hmm. but it's not not just in Amsterdam Southeast, yeah. it's in the whole of Amsterdam. I would really like to underline that part, that it's in the whole of Amsterdam we have a problem with our um, with crime rates. Yes. It is not only in Amsterdam Southeast, yeah. so I like you bringing out these numbers also for yes. our viewers, yes. so they know. Yes. Yeah. It's important, very, very important. Wow. Yeah.
5: Because when you read it, it's like, uh, as, as this it it's like uh, a no go area, yeah. as if everybody here is just committing one crime or the other. Okay. But that's not the
4: case. That's not the case. Absolutely not. We have more good things
5: going on than bad things. Uh, yeah, I can yeah. say that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> wow. So, um, do you have any questions?
7: Yeah, I think uh, I have to comment. Um, uh, he said that in Amsterdam, okay. he said that in Amsterdam there is there is about three uh, breakers, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in June of 2019. Yeah. I, I think, to my own understanding, a uh, few weeks ago mm-hmm. there was a Nigerian lady and mm-hmm. uh, I think in uh, a courier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah we had it. She was at work and uh, her son was on a school uh, trip yeah. for exchange program and her house was. I'm be and uh, uh, something so surprising, it's not in the night, it's in the daytime, and there is was by the side. Mm-hmm. And the uh, television was taken, and a lot of things in the house was taken, and they, they broke the window. So I'm, I'm not like thinking, at least for someone to hit the window, there should be a loud noise. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe, I don't know whether the case was really police, but I, he called me, told me that the police is an, uh, aware of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the same building, I think two years ago, the Nigerian lady was also in, uh, traveling to Africa, the same thing happened. So I think there's a lot of uh, aimbreakers, especially in the uh, in Indian circles. Yeah. But I think if you compare, like I live in America, if you compare with the, the high rate of aimbreakers in America, I think it's getting higher to compare with Amsterdam because there's a lot of aimbreakers, uh, especially in America. Happen. And I'm not about, uh, mm-hmm. yes. So we're
4: better in South Yes. We're
7: better in Saudi. If you look at the number of in-breakers yes. uh, and yeah. I'm about to it's getting higher.
4: Okay, so I think this is good for us to have these discussions to uh, help us understand that, again, crime rates are everywhere. Crime, crimes are being committed everywhere in Amsterdam, in Amira, and everywhere. And I think that as, as um, Amsterdam Southeast, East, we have a duty to our in, in the in mm. uh, the people who live here. Um, so I think it's good to have these kinds of um, programs yeah. to tell people that if they are, um, uh, how do you say this? If they think they are they are uh, afraid or they have questions or anything, that they can come to the police or they can come to us as, as um uh, we have a team, a special team, security team in, uh, in our own uh, council, city council, and they can ask us questions. And we also, we organize dialogues. We have dialogues, we have, we go to schools, we talk to people, uh, for the children in schools, because we think that actually uh, when Jeroen comes, it's way too late. Actually, what we have to do as a community Mm -hmm. is we have to raise our kids uh, and our people to not get in touch with Jeroen because when you're at Jeroen, it's too late. So they have, you know, we have to, because why are these kids or people, why are they shoplifting? Sometimes they are out of, just out of, I don't know, uh, just because they they need money. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's because actually we had a case where uh, kids were, uh, getting into a store because mm. they were hungry mm. yeah, and yeah. That, that's 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 poverty yeah. and so that's it's a whole different story yeah. that's not about safety but then it's about uh we me as a yeah, the the, the, the chairperson, person yes. I have to go into that and I have to see okay what's what's this about so what's the cause of this mm-hmm. so you know because this is a we call this this a complex problem mm-hmm. and when you see kids pushing trucks at streets wow then it's a it, it's not like these peop- these are criminal kids No, what they are doing is a criminal act but mm-hmm. these are kids and what the kids kids need kids need to go to school yes kids need to get an education need to get a breakfast. And so I think then it's actually our duty as um, Stasdale to go into that and to to just, you know, uh, investigate uh, what is happening here. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when I last week or so, I was interviewed and they were asking me all these questions about safety issues in Amsterdam Southeast. And I told these people that yes, we have safety issues, but actually we have an issue of our kids getting a. Um, are they getting a good education? This is the question. Are they getting the jobs? Are they being discriminated when they are getting one to a job? Uh, so these are the real questions we have to. I have to ask ourselves before we go into these all these burglary and uh, nuisance sort of um, issues. We need to have the conversation on how do we raise our children? Yes. How do we raise our own community? How do we look at our own community? So I think that that's the real issue we have to discuss.
9: Well, uh, let me say this
4: here.
9: I became alarmed when the issue of child delinquency mm-hmm. and truancy became rampant here in the Sardust. I had always harped on the fact that the system in Ghana or in Africa where children are disciplined by members of the community even before their appearance are later informed over here there are Ghanaians to be precise who are afraid to discipline their children because the kids go to school and they tell their teachers oh my parents are not treating me well and before you say jack your child has been taken away from you. Okay. And to avoid that situations where parents lose their children, they cannot correct them when they started going wayward. Okay. I was alarmed when the statistics showed that majority of the children who have become delinquent and they were pilfering from the shops are Ghanaians. Okay. And I had a chat with a parent who told me, well, my child has become nothing. I'm afraid to Tell it on his face or reprimand him, because when he goes to school, I may lose him entirely. So the system is actually working against the upbringing of, of children in those.
4: Then actually, we do need to discuss that with parents. We need other. To, discuss we have that to have to discuss other. a nice, uh, conversation because yes. I think that um, actually I do believe that parents have the they they are ob- they are. They have this yeah. obligation, obligation to tell their children, children. what's right and what's right. wrong. And uh, well, but they, you know, what is in Holland? Um, you have um, um, you cannot hit your children. See? And I, I believe you don't need, you to, need to hit to your hit children your child. at all. Uh, but I know that I was brought up in Suriname, Suriname. and when I I was a, quite a naughty sort of child, Sorry. and I. Got some <clears throat> slippers from my mom. mom. Yeah, and this was a custom in China because yeah, this was the way. But over here, you can't touch a child. No, and I do believe that don't hit children with slippers. Yeah, but um, there is, you know, there is a there. There should be a balance. A yeah, balance. You know, yeah. this is the the hitting with the slippers and here is we don't talk, talk at all to our all. children and I was at a church uh, uh, at the Pentecost Church mm-hmm. I was in a discussion there and then the young people were it was really nice because the young people were confronting their parents mm-hmm. with how do we um, who, how do we talk to talk each to other and how do we in the upbringing with what what conversation can we have, have with each and other that. and I think that would be the start of um, you know, not being afraid. So the parents should not be afraid and the children should not be afraid. We need to have a, uh, another type of, of talking to each other.
9: I once bumped into a Ghanaian child who is confronting the parents mm. about his kinder bachelor. Mm. That he needs to buy some sneakers. Yeah. So he, he was demanding, I mean, forcefully demanding money from the parents wow. to buy. You know, in Africa, you can do that to your parents, mm-hmm. because you'll be spanked. You'll be made to understand that you are being careful. You can't stay under my roof and be disrespectful. But over here, because you don't touch the child, because you have, you know, the child thinks he has a right. A child sits with the parents in the television, and then maybe even the uh, remote is broken, and he tells the child to go and change the He will tell the child, but what are you doing, Daddy? I like the program there, so if you don't like it, why don't you go and change it? It's ultra track disrespect. Over in Africa, it, it will happen. But over here, it seems the rise of the child is, is, is getting out of hand. It's about time uh, certain measures are put in place as far as discipline is concerned. The result is the waywardness and the shoplifting, the pilfering and the that. Bad attitude we are observing in But
4: do you think that um, I don't know? It's just a question. It's a question. Uh, because I think that um, well, actually, discipline ch- children with with uh, hitting them or something not necessarily hitting, no. But I think but with words, with rest, you can yeah. do a lot. But do you think that in that conversation, do our our parents having enough tools enough? tools to talk to their children. Do parents understand the the world in which the children are living? Because in Holland it's quite different from Ghana or Suriname or Aruba or anything. And actually our kids you know i love kids so i will always be the advocate for the kids yes. because i think the children in holland in everywhere they are um, their social media yeah. there is a lot of pressure so um i think that we as parents we do have to also understand the world our children are living in do you think the parents are are aware of all the challenges
9: yeah, they, 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 they are, they are aware. also naturally children are adventurous mm. they want to do things because their peers are in it or, you know, they are inquisitive, naturally. And that is where the parents have to come in and tell the child, this is wrong, this is right, this is not good. Mm -hmm. A girl went to school and was coming from school with blood at at the back of her dress, and, I mean, a passerby beckoned up on the girl and said, oh, there is blood, and this girl, became, you know, he went from and nearly committed suicide. Because the parents doesn't discuss that at your age, it can become you have your mental cycle. Yeah, yeah. This
4: exactly he, yes. exactly what I mean. That, yeah. You know, you should because talk of lack of children, communication. Yeah.
9: The parents has never told the girl that this yeah. is something that yeah. might happen Yeah.
10: Mm-hmm. Because at your age. I want to comment. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. Okay. okay, well, I, I think what I want to add to this discussion is the fact that we're here to discuss the security issues faced in the community. And, and I do understand the fact that you you want to go to maybe the genesis of why. I, I get that mm-hmm. understanding. Mm-hmm. But if, if I may, you know... Put us back onto the security track. Yeah. Uh, would it be fair to say that um, a, a particular <coughs> group of youngsters are within the higher group of people that commit the crime? Yeah. Um, or there are also adults who are. Because I'm sure you have all these type of statistics based on who you've arrested and okay. who you haven't. Okay. So maybe you can shed some light so that we can understand okay, within this age group are the highest people that, I mean, yeah. highest offenders. And then and then we can then come to my area. To the, to, yeah. You know, the the, the the genesis of it. But yeah. if we don't know that, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. we are then wasting.
4: You want to have the fact that exactly. then go into the discussion exactly. of. Yeah, exactly. yeah because issue yeah.
5: here exactly. is like a so, so, I don't you.
4: think kids are uh, into burglary. My point. So, yeah. yeah, so oh, we're
5: oh, talking oh, about oh, the the adults so, here. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm.
9: Well, before before you get on let me enlighten you about this i went at home about a week or two ago and, and then i had a bell on my door when i opened here was the gentleman with guests and other things telling me there's a leakage on the floor below me so we want to come and check if my house whether The water is actually coming from my place. (laughs) Then I
5: ask him, where from you?
9: Where is your your identity? Oh, it's in the car. Okay, then go and bring it. Let me know you because I understand here, over here in Holland, (laughs) before somebody comes into your door...
4: They have
9: to identify. No, even there should be a letter at times a week or two before that appointment This man went downstairs and before I could see him, he joined the car and they he are left. gone.
1: Really? Oh my God. Of
7: the yeah,
1: yeah. So
9: if, yeah, yeah. 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 If you are not alert, you'll be yeah. taken. But with my background and my experience, yeah. I, I will let you in. Yeah. I would like to have, I mean, a documentary proof. By the way, he appeared with the gadgets and other things, you automatically
2: see him as a worker. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So this is also a method uh, about how they steal from people in houses. Uh, but there we see a lot of younger people uh, committing burglary in houses. But there's a various people are doing this. So also uh, adult people who are uh, breaking in houses. But we do see even younger kids. Uh, besides burglary, also street robbery with knives or even uh, fake uh, guns or real guns. Uh, we see that as well. So it is really important to to start young with the education of uh, of children to, to to talk about this problem and to to be uh, away from this kind of. Uh, uh, a kind of burglaries of street robberies.
4: Because they, they are getting younger and younger, right? Yes. The, the kids who are
2: <laughs> doing Even these uh, from primary school, people of uh, children with, they already have tasers or knives the best, in their possession. Yeah. Yeah.
4: They are so. kids from group of group 8. Okay, yes. So these okay. are children from what, 11, 11 right? years old? 11 years old, yeah. yeah. Well, they are already carrying
9: weapons. One <laughs> thing I've observed is that yes. these adults who engage in vocabulary, mm-hmm. they have devised, I mean, sophisticated means yeah. that they can, before you realize, they are in your house. And then they pull a gun on you or a knife on you and take your pink uh, your card and go and take money from you. No, know, there are whole things going
1: on. Okay. A,
9: a colleague was telling me the other day, he was at home. When three men came, they said, Oh, the government has access to come into houses and change your electric mm-hmm. bulbs with a uh, uh, non-consuming uh, energy-saving energy bulbs. Mm-hmm. You let them in, and before you realize, they put a knife. Where is your card? Yes. Tell us your pin code. They put a knife on you and one of them goes to the the ATM machine. Collect all your money. They come and they lock you in the
2: toilet, in the bathroom and then off they go. It happens, but that's not uh, the major uh, amount the of, uh, of burglary. <laughs> <laughs> they, at, at the daytime and uh, nighttime, nighttime, they, they uh, check if somebody's home. Oh. They, they like yeah. to, that's nobody's home oh. and then they break in. Yeah. Yeah. But a uh, good point. You yeah. mentioned just now yeah. that uh, Southeast is uh, uh, an area where people are very anonymous. So there are a lot of communities people don't want to interfere with other, other people yeah. so you feel that just now that the, the the glass was breaking and nobody was yeah. calling the police and that's a problem we see and we would like to have the connection with all the people in southeast that we want them <clears throat> to call us 112 when when somebody is seeing a burglary taking place that they uh, they give a signal to us that we can come right away. But we see that uh, when we go there after it happened and we call at uh, the other houses if somebody saw anything then they thought, well, I saw a, um, a guy I, I didn't trust but uh, I didn't call the police. But we want them to call the police. Mm-hmm. So that's... Uh... Well, let me say this
9: finally here. There is, there is this issue about policing which is police visibility? Let me commend the Amsterdam police that they are visible almost everywhere. Yes. Every two three minutes, yes. you see two ladies riding horses. You see another two riding motorbikes, another two on bicycles, yes. some walking. The, the police visibility is very good here. Yes. But the system of policing varies from country to country. In Ghana, we have the neighbourhood watch committee. There few quite a few men and women in the community, a policeman joins them, and they stay awake all night to police their community. Here, there are no work communities, but they have their effective way of policing. I pray that system
8: works so that everybody will feel safe in Sardos. Uh, thank you very much for um, being here. Uh, but we're talking about security. I think South Coast has a um, of security and they're paying well. There was what they introduced like uh, community security. Those guys they put on uh, red with bike. Mm-hmm. They go around the city, mm-hmm. everywhere. I used to sit them. and watch them always. It's very interesting. That's security.
4: That's you you is it this uh, the street street coaches? Strat coaches uh, in the in the red in the red yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah they have the strat yeah, coaches right, yeah yeah reporting yeah. yeah, yeah. to the police yeah, yeah. and reporting to, to to all the
8: uh, yeah. uh, uh, organizations that's why South Coast uh, crime went yeah. down mm-hmm. so I recommend you and again I want to ask a question please doctor you now mm-hmm. what can we do? Asking the, uh, the, the, uh, the 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 mayor mm-hmm. and the uh, security officer here. Yeah. He has worked here for 30 years. He said. Yes. What can we do again to stop this the little uh, this, this this crime? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What can we do? What effort do you think you can put in yes. to uh, stop all these uh,
9: uh, crimes? Yeah. Before he comes in, let me say one thing. Yeah. Let me talk. Yes, please. I have a little police background. the the criminal is always ahead of the police and the police the system is dynamic it it has to change itself to be ahead of the criminal
8: because
9: as you do policing in this system the criminals is devising ways to avoid capture so the police is always dynamic question, question? Okay, yes. come in here
2: yes. um, because you ask what you can do about the and that's what I just oui. offered, what you can do as a community or as the in bonus from South southeast um, well you mentioned Almere. and that's also a big place but it would be good to know your neighbors know your uh, direct uh, surroundings that you can see when something's happening what is not right and then there are also app groups that people start in a, a street that if somebody sees something that's not uh, not good then they contact each other and they go together outside to look well what's the problem or when you we really think it's dangerous still you have to call 112 that we can come at the scene so We'd like to, that, uh, that people are alert at the street and contact us at the time that it's really taking place. Or uh, the area is uh, divided in different areas. So uh, in Balmermer, a police station, uh, the area is divided in 14 uh, areas, little areas, and they all have their own. Uh, neighborhood policeman so i'm from amsterdam support but there is one at pool polder there is one at uh, the fd buurt, and uh, at the website www.politie.nl there's my buurt if you click that and you uh, put in your street name number or your, or your zip code then you can find your uh, neighborhood policeman and your content can contact him directly by pushing a button. And if there's a safety issue you want to talk to him about, you can uh, contact him directly, and he contacts you to make an appointment to talk about uh, the problems you see. And then you can maybe solve it together.
10: Can I can I come in briefly? Let me ask my next
5: question, please. So are there particular situations or issues for primary and and user assistance here than elsewhere?
2: Why is it more, is that the question? No, I
5: did, uh, I mean, particular issues are them? Also? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, that's what I just mentioned about the anonymity in Amsterdam Southeast. There are a lot of different communities, uh, and people are not knowing their neighbors, or if somebody is uh, uh, doing something, they're, they're not reacting. They see it, but they walk away. Yes. Yeah. So that's favoring the burglary. That's yeah. easy to do it, because nobody dares to. Uh, do something about it a nuisance well there's also a cultural aspect on it that a lot of people are in the street so they're not only inside their houses but they want to meet each other and meet each other at the street and stay there some uh, sometimes all day long they're staying at Amazon support at a certain uh, central space because they want to meet each other but sometimes they drink and get drunk and then well, the people above it uh, don't like it because they want to sleep and have to work the, the next day, so there can be an, uh, a reason why it's more than in other parts of uh, Amsterdam or in uh, Holland where people all stay in their houses at night and it's all quiet at, uh, at the street.
9: Well, can I ask you one question here? Of course. Unlike in Ghana where the policemen, we are all come in a, a barracks, but over here the police need individually among the community. Unfortunately, they don't bring their uniforms home. So you can live with a policeman in your block for years and you don't know he's a policeman, because he lives for work in civil dress. Mm He reaches the office and puts on the police attire. Am I right here? Yeah? That's right, yes. Yeah. So, why don't you bring your uniforms home for the community to know that, oh, there's a policeman living with me in this plot? <laughs> you know, you it's police visibility. It
4: scares away burglary. It scares, yeah, yeah. you know. So, yeah. so, they have to be visible also. They time have to their be visible
9: home. in their <laughs> homes.
2: <laughs> in the past, that was uh, a situation. The situation also in Holland. Oh, and yeah. you had to live in the area you were the police. Poli- yeah. And you had to be visible. The for the neighborhood. But there are uh, uh, movements yeah. in that, and they, the, how do you call it, bonds? The, the, the people who... The unions. The unions who yeah. come for the policemen. Yeah. They they see the, the backside of that, and uh, the children of the policeman yeah. were not having a very nice life in their neighborhood. Yes. Okay. Yeah. okay, okay, yeah. okay, yeah.
1: Yeah. And
2: then the policeman himself, the all day he was, uh, everybody came to him to talk about, talk about his about problem. That he was never free. Free, okay. So, okay, okay. That's the backside of that. Yeah.
9: Yeah. 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 So people were taking advantage of your brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, instead of moving
4: to the police station, everybody would knock at your the they think they have their yeah.
8: own police station. As well. <laughs> yeah. Into <laughs> the it uh, into uh, um, the street. Yeah. yeah. Of they know you are, uh, you, you, you are you are police officer. And you know, everybody, everybody will, will, will try to avoid you also. Yeah. yeah. Giving your children, as they said. Yeah. I
9: yeah. commend, I commend them, the police after coming here hardly do they use their weapons. Hardly. It is only to the extremes but like over in America and other places, even in Germany, even Germany. in Germany, in France, mm. in France, in, in the twinkle of an eye, they are gone firing. We don't have crime here. You know, the crime no, is no, not. It's
5: not like we don't have crime. Is that is that they are trained? They are trained. Yeah. They don't use their weapons unnecessarily necessary. They are moving
10: women Yes. See. Yeah. Can we, can we ask uh, yes. the mayor or a question yeah. yes. with, with regards to a uh, solution? Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, I, I believe strongly that there there are a lot of people in the Amsterdam Southeast area yeah. who are on quote-unquote bystand. Mm-hmm. And this is not to disrespect them or anything, but I have a feeling that if a project is is designed mm-hmm. to basically in, in, in involve yeah. people who are on bystand who yeah. usually are, most of the time, home Mm -hmm. if I can put it that way Mm -hmm. if they can become more alert Mm-hmm. And basically uh, interact with uh, the police if they see something offward yeah. in their in their neighborhoods, yeah. they can alert. Like like he said, yeah. maybe maybe people on, on on can also be part of the the solutions yeah, yeah. where they can also be more proactive in how they react to certain things. Yeah. And 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 that I think can open a dialogue. I, I'm just looking at okay, it for
4: the solution. Yeah yeah yeah. So this is a recommendation. Yeah. Well, actually, uh, actually, because we have, I, you know what, I don't, I, I really, I, I am a person who thinks on uh, what are the pros and what are the cons, and, as as I so what I, what I can do is uh, we have, actually we have a, another dialogue uh, within two weeks, okay. and I will propose this um, recommendation you made here. I will propose it in that group because there will be like 100 or 150 persons there. Okay. And I will just propose it and right. I will see how people react yeah, on yeah. on this because I do believe in unorthodox, right. you know. Right. I do believe that, you know, if you're doing what we've already done, we'll have what we already have. Sure. So we have to go into looking at other, other solutions like, you know, we now have talking about unorthodox. We have a group of moms, mothers. Mm-hmm. They say called South East Safety Movement. And yes, and because they said that we as moms, we want to stand up against crime. Right. And they are actually now. Uh, you talk to them, right? The police talks to them a lot, mm-hmm. and they come up with all those solutions. And they are, you know, they are moms, so yeah. they see a lot in their neighborhood. Right. So I like, I like that. And so also your your recommendation, I will take it to the the conversation. Because, you know, I am a person, I I, I believe in the conversation with the community because if we come up, if Yerun and I, we come up with all these solutions and it's not from From the community itself, then the community will tell us, like, you're coming up with all these solutions, but they don't work, they are not from us. I I want, what I want from for Southeast is that we uh, are in a shared responsibility mode.
10: Right. (coughs) I I agree with that because more, more people would feel that a part of the solution yes and they also feel worthy of you know being able <laughs> to
9: well mr. Jerome I once read on the statica that uh, the Dutch is closing down the prisons for lack of inmates <laughs> I don't know how true that is but uh, it's true if it is so then uh, the statistics we are hearing now that crime is over 30, is getting 39, and the prisons are empty.
2: Mm-hmm.
9: How do you marry the two? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't know exactly what the reason is that they're closing, but it's right that they have not imo- enough inmates in- in 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 for it. them. But the criminals are less. Yeah. Maybe, less maybe there are, are less criminals. And doing more crimes. Yeah. So when one person does uh, twenty burglaries, Burglary. we only need one cell for cell him. him. So that could be a reason, but yeah. I don't know exactly <laughs> what <laughs> the reason is. <laughs> and maybe they get other punishments because they also yeah. see that uh, the, yeah, yeah. that not the, the free yeah. imprisonment is the best punishment yeah. for every you know yeah. uh, person who commits yeah. a crime. Yeah. So, but then, yeah.
9: then. Can we say that uh, community
2: labour
9: as punishment Mm -hmm. to minor crimes is it happening here? So that happens, yeah. Mm -hmm. You see people pick pick on the streets. That happens here in Southeast as well. Yeah, Yeah. a lot. Is that a part of uh, uh, effort to avoid incarceration or putting people in prison?